Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Jones. Bowden. He's got it. Well, I hope that uh, brings back some good memories of 2019 and, of course, 2005 as well, with that bit of Richie Benno commentary and Ben Stokes uh, talking today, actually, about uh, last summer and what uh, an amazing uh, summer it was in England. That's 2019, of course. Uh, he's been stuck in the bubble, and since he's uh, emerged from the bubble, he's finally got going with the bat for the Rajasthan Royals with 107 in that last game and that amazing run chase against the Mumbai Indians. It's the, the only cricket on at the moment, the IPL. It's the only show in town, apart from ours, of course, the analyst inside cricket. Welcome to all of you. Welcome to Simon Mann as well. We've been keeping an eye on the uh, the, the, the IPL, Simon, and I, I think you've got a, a likely winner, haven't you? Well, I think Mumbai Indians. Uh, it's not a particularly uh, sort of extravagant claim because they won the competition last year and they've been very successful. They just look a, a really solid all-round side although they will have to do without Rohit Sharma for the rest of the IPL because of his hamstring injury. I mean, on the day, you know, you can, you can play poorly on a day and lose when it gets to the, the knockout phase. Of course you can, but they, I mean, everyone's vulnerable. Teams have been losing of late, the, the top teams, but they look to me to have the best all-round team. RCB have done better this year. They've actually got their act together and, and, and won some matches. They're up there as well, the Delhi capitals and then it's well who knows who's going to fill that last place could be the Rajasthan Royals if they can uh, win their last two matches hope results go their way could be Owen Morgan's Calcutta Knight Riders it's sort of concertinaed a bit in the last uh, few days or so it's become a, a little bit more interesting than it promised to be actually it looked as like it was to be quite obvious he was going to go through to the, the knockout stage it's not quite that like that at the moment no, it's true. We'll talk a little bit more about the IPL. We'll also talk about England's prospects uh, going to South Africa and who we think might be on that uh, short trip, uh, the 50 over and uh, T20 trip to South Africa in November, December. And uh, we'll also look ahead to tomorrow and our event with Stuart Broad as well, our 
second England player in the virtual cricket club. So uh, we'll give you some some links and, and some information about that shortly. But just bear in mind, it's at the Patreon site. Uh, that's where you can click on to our live events. And we've also actually had confirmation today that Mark Wood will be our next guest Thursday week. So Thursday this week, Stuart Broad. Next week, Mark Wood. If you go to www.patreon.com slash the analyst one that's the way to sign up for it and it's in aid of the professional cricketers trust which is this brilliant charity that supports cricketers who've fallen on hard times and actually i saw a video the other day uh, of uh, winston davis the former north ants and of course west indies fast bowler who is uh, i think a quadriplegic uh, after a terrible accident he had not so long ago or you know a few years ago now but his uh, survival and his the quality of life really has been largely due or thanks to the Professional Cricketers Trust. So it's it's a really great charity which you should try and support if, if you can. And these events we're doing on Thursday nights so are just to keep the whole cricket conversation going, keep us all engaged with the game as the nights close in and we're all <laughs> chained down by, by the government in uh, Tier 2 or 3 or whatever you are. Where are you, what tier are you in, Simon? Do you know? Well, well I think I'm the same as you, aren't I? Tier 2 which means, uh, well, you can do a few things, but not many things, something like that anyway. What is it? You can, you can go to the pub or the restaurant, but not with anybody else from another family. I think that's, I think I got that right. Yeah, I? yeah. I, I, actually, I, I'm just staying at home. <laughs> I think it's just safer. I'll, I'll stay at home, pop out to the shops and cook a bit of dinner, and maybe uh, my son pops around every so often. Um, all my children are sort of scattered all around the country now, so one in Hull at uni, one at Durham. One still finishing his school, but uh, I don't see much of them anymore. Do you see much of yours? Uh, well, yeah, one because one of them lives with me still, but the other ones. Do <laughs> you communicate with them then? <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I mean, it, it feels like, it's not quite like it was back in in March, April time. And you know, you say that you know it, it feels like you know there's not much cricket going on at the moment. The IPL's going on. I think it's held our attention for the last few weeks, but it it it, it is about to crank up again. And I, you know. England are going to South Africa, India are going to Australia, we've had the test match dates confirmed uh, for that uh, today, and I see also as well the MCG, that they're going to have a crowd, not a massive crowd, but on Boxing Day they're hoping that the MCG will be a quarter full, which will at least give the game some atmosphere. I think you know one of the things, it must be so difficult for the players, Joe Root was talking about it last week when we had him in the in our virtual cricket club last Thursday at, at seven o'clock. It must be so difficult for the players in the bubble and then going out and performing with no spectators in the ground. And, and you know, it's been a feature for for all the players for you know, the last few months. And a lot of the England players have played quite a lot of cricket and then you know, gone to the IPL. I know they're pumping sort of crowd noise into the stadium to try and to recreate stadiums to try to recreate the atmosphere back in India but you, you just can't can you you know as a batsman bowl whatever you look around the ground there's no one in there you know you're in your biosecure bubbles it's probably a bit more freedom than in the UAE than there was in in mm. England but you know it, it cannot be easy to keep going and, and Joe was saying last week and Owen Morgan has said it about you know how much longevity is there in the, these bio bubbles for cricketers? They, they're going to have to be sort of released. And Geoffrey Archer is actually talking about it today. So I, I count down the days till I'm you know, released from the bubble. Mm. I wonder how. Uh, well, this is a question I want to ask Stuart Broad actually uh, tomorrow. Is you know I wonder how it feels to not be part of the IPL. Bit of an exclusive actually, and I discovered 
from sort of thinking about it the other day that Stuart Broad, in a way, was a catalyst for the IPL. Do you know why? I don't know. Well, I'll tell you why. Because he bowled an over in the World T20 in 2007, which Yuvraj Singh hit for six sixes. And watching that over was a certain Lalit Modi. And we'll get him on this show at some point. And Lalit Modi, of course, was the founder of the IPL. And at the time when Stuart Ball conceded those six sixes, Lalit was in South Africa recruiting players and planning the IPL, which was going to start about six months afterwards. And he said, basically, that that's when the tournament caught a light. And uh, then, you know, he realised that once the Indians sort of got momentum in that tournament and won it as well, they, that, that the IPL would work. He felt it would sort of market itself. Uh, and the, the turning point was that, that over from Stuart Broad. Well, I, I, mean, I remember it well. And also, of course, the fact that India played Pakistan in the final, India beat Pakistan in the final, and then there was that, you know, when they mm. got back to Mumbai, yeah. that, the, the, the coach journey from... Took 11 hours. Mumbai Airport at the centre. Yeah, I mean, I know the traffic's bad in Mumbai, yeah. but that's, that is really bad. 11-hour trip from Mumbai Airport to, uh, to the Wankhede Stadium. That was lined with... So, so according to Lalit Modi, who does like to exaggerate, there's about 6 million people on the, on the streets of Mumbai greeting the team. But the sad part about it, of course, is that Stuart Broad himself has never played in the IPL. So that was going to be, you know, my question to him tomorrow, really, is and how does he feel? <laughs> he kind of got it going, but actually has never has never featured. And it's, it's, it's a bowler's graveyard. You know, I was watching Dale Stain today bowling, and my God, he still comes charging in, doesn't he? Roaring into the crease, and batsmen just stand back on their stumps and have a swipe, and he gets sliced and carved and slogged over different parts of the ground. He went for about 40 today. And I mean, there were some brilliant shots. That guy, Hardik Pandya, he must have the fastest hands in, in cricket, I reckon now. You know, it, it's, it's a whirlwind when he sets up and sort of almost stands on his stumps and then flails his arms at the ball and it sails in all directions. It's, uh, it's amazing to watch. And, you know, going back to your point about Mumbai Indians, I mean, just looking at their team, they've already won the tournament at least three times. And they're on target for a fourth. They're leading the table. And if you just look at their team, I mean, I'm looking at their averages here. Uh, Pollard averaging 100. Kyron Pollard with 218 runs just for twice out. And a strike rate of 200 as well. And by the way, if there's a quiz for which player in the world has the most franchise equipment kit tops, caps, you know, shirts. I think it must be Kyron Pollard because I've counted up on um, his profile how many teams he's played for. And, you know, it's 22. And that excludes a few people like the PCA Masters 11 and things. But those are sort of different franchises around the world and obviously uh, domestic and international teams. He's played for 22 teams. Incredible, isn't it? And he's hit, I think, 666s. And he's played something like 700 limited overs games, white ball games. I mean, it's just, and he's still going strong, isn't he? But then after that, they've got Ishan Kishan, who's a sort of very flamboyant left-hander. They've got Shurakumar Yadav, who's a really silky right-hander. Good player, isn't he? Good player. player. Uh, They've got Quinton de Kock and they've got Hardik Pandya. And Rohit Sharma, as you mentioned, is out. But, you know, those top five, the slowest strike rate of all those is Quinton de Kock, 140 
per hundred balls. You know, and you think of him as a, a dasher, but all the others are quicker. And then, and so that's the Mumbai Indians batting, and you know, a few other people that are pretty handy. And then, then the bowling, obviously, Jasprit Bumrah, outstanding, three for fourteen today. They've got Chahar the the leggy, who's pretty good. Trent Bolt. They've got Karan Pollard. They've got James Pattinson. You know, they've got so many bowling options. So uh, they really are a top side. I mean, Cardiff Pandy is a damn good bowler, and he never gets a never gets a go. And before people start writing in as well, we should I should just correct something. They've actually won it four times, right? Yeah. Run by Indians, and so they're they're on for their fifth. Uh, <sighs> something slightly against them though. Mm. They won it in 2013, 2015, 2017. So it's odd numbers. 2019. Right. So they can't mm. win in. They yeah, it. good call. Now, now look, you know, that's a good call. I mean, just one thing to say, by the way, is that uh, one of the things I noticed, um, I was listening to a bit of the commentary on radio today, and um, Abhishek Jujunwalia, who, who obviously played for uh, the, the Royals a while back, was on commentary, and he was saying, oh, it's amazing, you know, another series of IPL matches which all go to the, to the wire, go close, you know, close matches. There have been about probably a third of the games have been decided in the last over again and there have been several games in super overs and so on it's it's amazing how do they do it well i'll tell you how they do it is they do it by salary caps and they have a maximum spend of 12 million dollars per team nobody's allowed to spend more than that Uh, that is it they also have a transparent auction so no one no very billionaire owner can go around the back and say well i'll i'll buy rohit sharma and give him 20 million to play for my team uh, you can't do that because it's all very transparent in the auction. And there's this salary cap. And every three years, they thro- throw a lot of the players back in the in the ring and they have to be bought again. So it's a bit like the, the draft system in the NFL and some of the American sports where the, the losing team gets first pick and all that. It just evens it all up. It makes it more unpredictable, which in a way is the essence of sport, isn't it? It is. And you think something like the, the Premier League and then, of course... You know, the conversation has started again now about a European Super League and you know clubs agitating for that, the big clubs agitating for that and suggesting that's the way to go because they, to some extent, it's only to some extent, not perhaps so much in England, but more on the continent, they, the big clubs have outgrown their league. You know, teams you know, are, are repetitively successful on the continent. You, know, you think of the likes of Barcelona and Real Madrid, uh, you know, Bayern Munich in, in Germany, uh, you know, teams like that. Whereas I suppose here you could say there are six clubs, but it wasn't, it wasn't that long ago. It was just two clubs. It was Arsenal and, and Manchester United. And of course, you know, that, that, that's that contrast between the, the Premier League and something like the IPL, where there is an auction. And so you do have this sort of constant change around of players and a sort of evening off really. And of course, you don't have relegation as well, which mm-hmm. a lot of owners like. Yep, that's uh, right. There's that aspect to it as well. Uh, I mean, the Premier League is very successful in terms of you know, selling its its television rights all around the world. Uh, but you, you do get this this relatively, not, it's not constant, it comes up you know, from time to time, it's come up again, this agitation for a for a European Super League, and sort of breaking it all open, really changing the whole whole structure. Yeah, I mean these owners are so powerful, aren't they? The John Henrys and um, and the other guys that own the sort of Manchester United clubs Glazier. and Man Citys and Glazers. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what happens there. I mean, I noticed that the lower down the leagues, they've now 
kind of more or less instituted a instigated a salary cap. So, you know, that might that might keep it interesting. Just just getting back to the IPL for a minute. Um, just looking down, actually, you know, we always think of it as a as a slogathon and you know batting dominated tournament. But actually, in a way, you know, your bowlers are are so important. And who's done well this year bowling wise? Um, Kagizo Rabada is top of the wicket taking twenty three, but conceded eight eight over eight and over. So he's done. He's he's had a fair fair trip so far. Jasper Bumrah outstanding twenty wickets at seventeen with an economy of seven point one eight. Um, then you know Mohammed Shami, uh, Yuzvendra Chahal, the clever leg spinner, has done well for the RCB and probably one of the reasons why they're high up the table. Rashid Khan, what an incredible performer he is. You know, twelve matches, seventeen wickets, and an economy rate of five, five and over is all he concedes. Amazing, isn't it? Well, they just look to play him off now, don't they? Um, they don't look to take too many risks. You saw it in the big bash as well last winter, last two winters. Teams, they they just sit on him. That's mm. that's what they try to do. Um, not all the time. Occasionally, he'll go. You know, he'll he'll be dispatched, but it's an approach they've taken. Having said that, Sunrisers Hyderabad are not necessarily going to qualify for the last four. I mean, he's he's such a star player, though. He, mm. he really is. Mm. You talk about players like Pollard, you know, who played for all these franchises. I mean, he he would be he's a player who's just so sought after and just, you know could just go from one to the other to the other. You know, presumably making lots of money because he he's a superstar. Mm. And he's another one with about uh, fifteen different franchise shirts. In his bag, kind of play. I think I, I worked out actually that in a nine-month period between sort of 2018 and 2019, around that time when he just sort of come on the scene, he played for eight different franchises over nine months and played something like 120 T20 games. You know, absolutely astonishing. Um, the next on the list, a bowling list, by the way, Jofra Archer. Uh, he's had an, a brilliant uh, IPL, 17 wickets. He has had the most fantastic IPL. I mean, it must be hard. He was saying today on some interview that he's uh, waiting. He just can't wait for the day when he gets out of the bubble. At least the bubble they've got in the UAE has got a beach and it's not too bad, but it's still not like normal life. And Joe Root was saying exactly that himself uh, last week in our virtual club, that you know there were going to be times when they're going to have to get players uh, time off on the, the winter tours because... It's just an unrealistic atmosphere and, and it's very difficult to manage players who are feeling anxious or you know, missing home in some way. It's, been, it's such an extreme experience being in these bio bubbles for, for long periods of time where you really can't have a normal life. And they're trying to perform at a very high level as well, and there's intense scrutiny on it. So you can sort of see that why players are desperate to sort of get, a, get escape just for a few weeks, and that may be why Joss Butler hasn't had the brilliant, the most brilliant IPL. He's still shown glimpses of his of his best, but hasn't been as consistent as normal because he's been in the bubble himself, and really most of the time from about July onwards, um, really has had any time to have an, a normal life. And just talking of people who might need to miss games and, and, and sort of pace themselves a bit, Mark Wood has also done an interview today talking about uh, the way he's going to have to save his body uh, a little bit. He's going to have to think how to manage his body in the future because he can't bowl uh, at that, that lick and play tests and one days and keep you know keep himself on the park. So he was talking uh, in the Times actually about how he might have to, in the end, 
spare himself from test cricket and just play white ball cricket. He hasn't had a contract which includes test cricket. So, you know, in a way, you can see that the, the, the sort of um, almost the agenda has been made for him. But it may be that he's going to look to try and play fewer tests, though they're going to need him at the Ashes without any doubt. And he's still keen to play tests in India as well. But it's going to have to be you know, one test in three or something like that. And he's very keen to still play a, a big white ball role. He, as I said, is going to be in our virtual cricket club next Thursday, Mark Wood. Uh, this Thursday, as I've mentioned, Stuart Broad is coming to see us and you can chat to him. You can ask him questions. There is also going to be some memorabilia signed by him available to win as well. Really want as many of you as possible to join us and keep the cricket conversation going, keep engaged with the game, get as close as you can to the big stars of our game that we all love. So that is going to www.patreon.com forward slash the analyst one it's six pounds to join our virtual club but for that you get four live events and after mark wood we're going to have people like phil tufnell mark ramprakash graham gooch sam billings isha guhart we've got a long list of people we're going to get on to try and really find out about their lives and give you some insight so please join us tomorrow night thursday the 29th of october in the virtual cricket club 7 p.m start for stuart broad www.patreon.com slash the analyst one hope to see you there and thanks for listening Podcast Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.